Hello there, and welcome back to a long-expected podcast where two girls read Lord of the Rings, one for the first time. And one for the millionth. I'm Megan. And I'm Julia. And today we have a special guest who happens to be my boyfriend, Liam. Hi, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself, maybe? Yeah, sure. So I am a power metal musician. That's my career. Um, And so I have been a fan of Lord of the Rings for a number of years now. I've read all the books and seen all the movies many times. Um, I haven't read the books a lot because I'm not much of a reader, but the movies are pretty good. Um, So yeah, I'm looking forward to doing this with you guys. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Yeah, thank you for coming on. So you have read them and you've watched the movies multiple times, you said? Yes, that's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you do know quite a bit about like the Lord of the Rings universe. Yeah, I'm not like an uber nerd. (laughs) Like Um, me? (laughs) He looks at Megan. (laughs) (laughs) But... Uh, I, I know more than there is not to know, if that makes sense. That, yeah, more than me by far. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. It's, I always get nervous when I'm with people who know a lot about Lord of the Rings because I'm going to be poking at it a lot. (laughs) I'm going to try not to spoil anything for you. So don't worry. That would be great, actually. (laughs) Perfect. Mm -hmm. Cool. We'll just jump right into it. Uh, so chapter three. I was about to say chapter two, but it's chapter three, The Ring Goes South. Um, It's merely hours after chapter two ended. Yeah. And the hobbits are having a cute little hobbit meeting in Bilbo's house. And (laughs) Merry and Pippin are super salty that Sam snuck in and gets to go along. They're, like, so bitter about it. Yeah, and Pippin's really sassy in this chapter, too. I don't know if you noticed that. Oh, my word. Yes. (laughs) Finally, we had, like... A gap of 10 chapters where there was no Pippin sass, and finally it's back, and I'm so happy. Mm Mm-hmm. Definitely. (laughs) (laughs) But they think that the hobbits should stick together because they've gone this far, so they want to keep going with Frodo. Um, And then Gandalf comes in, and he insults Pippin. Like, his (laughs) entrance is just insulting (laughs) Pippin, which is just the best thing ever. It was. And we didn't even know he was there until he made the insult, either. Right! He steps through the window. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. Uh, But Gandalf says that they should all cheer up because they most likely won't journey for a while longer because Elrond is waiting for some news. Mm -hmm. And then Bilbo bursts into song mid-sentence. And I completely (laughs) forgot that Hobbits did this. Like, like, um, Liam, I don't know if you listened to this episode, but we have an episode where we talk about uh, their bath song. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you remember that at all, but there's a point where they all take a bath together and they're mm-hmm. singing Bilbo's bath song. And yeah. it's just the wildest experience. And oh, I was just word. thinking about it um, right now. Thankfully, they're all in separate baths, but in the same But room. they're still okay. together. It's so weird. It's really weird. It's so weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but this scene reminded me of that. And I just, I'm still not over it, to be honest. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Me neither. <laughs> And so Gandalf says that he thinks he shall come. I put that in quotes, uh, mm. like on the journey with them, which I took to mean that he's basically going to be with them for a day and then he's going <laughs> to dip out. That's so funny. <laughs> in classic Gandalf fashion. Right. Of course. <laughs> and um, this also made me think there's like the famous Gandalf quote, like, you shall not pass. Yeah. Is that part of Lord of the Rings? It is. Yeah. It is? So okay. you will discover it 
And that's that's coming up soon. I in think, the near years. future. It's yeah. soon, really. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Like probably like the next in... two episodes for you guys. Yeah. Wait, seriously? Yeah, I'm serious. Uh-huh. No way. That's so exciting because everyone talks about that. <laughs> yeah. Have you heard of the fool of a took line? Because that's another. Great no, I one. haven't. Okay. Well, you can look forward to that too. I'm pretty sure it's what? in the same chapter. And he says it more than once too throughout. I think he does. Yeah. I feel so stupid right now. <laughs> no, okay. no, you've never read I'm it. Just, I'm really, actually really impressed that you haven't gotten it spoiled for you. And like, really? Yeah. Because like, it's been a while since the movies and the books have come out, and they're obviously like <laughs> yeah, super well, popular. So, I mean, would yeah. you call like the 1950s a while ago? I'm not sure. <laughs> wait, is that wait is that when they came out? Is that when the books came out? Uh-huh. I yeah, did not 1950s. Know that. Really? <laughs> I did not know. see the people. I'm as much of a noob as Julia. Is. It's okay. <laughs> That's um, funny. But kind of embarrassing for me is like the reason I know that you shall not pass is um every year at Christmas my mom would hide our Christmas gifts in her closet and say that we can't go in her closet. <laughs> and so when I was a kid, I drew a picture of Gandalf and wrote You Shall Not Pass and put it on her closet Aww. door. But again, no idea where that's from or Lord of the Rings or anything. I just decided <laughs> to put that there. So That's really funny. <laughs> uh and then we get like a cute little montage of the hobbits just basically enjoying themselves in Rivendell, which is super great, and mm-hmm. I love that. Um, and then Autumn is fading away, uh, and it ends with Frodo looking out the window, and he sees like a red star in the distance. Yeah, I wrote that down. Did you really? Yeah. Because <laughs> at this point, I was thinking like, is this the Eye of Sauron? Because I know of a flaming eye. But I'm like, it yeah. can't possibly be in their vision. Like, can you imagine just looking out the window? I'm like, oh, there's the guy Sauron. I see him. There he is. <laughs> like, yeah, I, exactly. I think later, you can confirm or deny, but I feel like it is the mountain that they climbed up with the sun glowing on it. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that's what it was. Yeah, that's the conclusion I came to as well. Because I don't really know what the eye is, even though I've really read- well, what. Like- it never goes into specific detail. It's always just like, oh, the eye is like looking over this area or whatever every once in a while. Yeah. Isn't and it, is it, like, can you see it in the movies, the eye of Sauron? It does show like a picture sort of thing. Like right? in real time or like in Rivendell? Uh, in like just in the movies in general, do you ever yeah. just see the flaming eye? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. You do. I don't know. I've this. It just feels so significant to me, and you guys are talking about it as though it's nothing. So I'm like, <laughs> that's so confusing. I feel like the Eye of Sauron is just like this big, ultra important thing, but Megan yeah. doesn't even know what it is. So. <laughs> it is. It is like it's. It's basically like the pinnacle of like evil in yeah. the series, and it's mm. just there to like personify it. It's not there for necessarily anything else. Oh, it's there to, it's there to yeah. also threaten because it's like also hmm. a guard against Mount Doom. Yeah. That's even in the books. I'm not, like, spoiling anything. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, good. whatever you just said made no sense to me, so it's That's fine. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, also, I I remember hearing about because I listened, I didn't read the chapter, I listened to the audiobook. Mm-hmm. And, oh, that's um, so classic for us. I sent it to him. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah. The red star could also be symbolic of, like, don't go here. Oh, because yeah, that's true. Oh. The whole chapter was basically, like, about them failing to climb the mountain. <laughs> yeah. It's true. <laughs> yeah, that so, pretty much, you could summarize it that way. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's could, a that, good point. Anyways, that could be symbolic. And Tolkien loves the symbolism. So. He does. That's true, he does. We haven't talked enough about uh, Tolkien symbolism. No, we haven't. I think 
I mean, every time I read the books, it more and more symbolic things stand out to me. Hmm. So, for example... I guess with the hindsight, right? Yeah, exactly. So, if you want to, like, fully understand the symbolism, there are things you can only really pick up on if you read it again. Oh, my word. Oh, I'm already struggling through this reading. Can you imagine <laughs> if I finished? I'm like, okay, again. <laughs> yeah, because there's just so much symbolism that you can't possibly pick up on it all the first time. That's so interesting to me that you guys are reading this with the knowledge of, like, what's coming. <laughs> whereas I'm reading this and all I'm thinking is, like, how can I predict this? What's going to happen next? Like, trying to throw in all these things in here. Yeah. I'm shoehorning information in that doesn't exist, but. (laughs) (laughs) I find your predictions to be quite accurate, though. Really? So you know. Uh I mean, I feel like, well, thank you. That's, yeah. I feel like (laughs) I have all of these, like, tidbits of information that I've pulled just from pop culture, but I have no idea what it means (laughs) at all. That's funny. Because sometimes I'm like, (laughs) does she actually know about this thing? Because I can't imagine that she would have predicted this unless she really? knew, but yeah. No, I just, basically everything that I mentioned so far is just things that I've pulled from people talking about it, but I, no connections. That's so funny. <laughs> but anyways. Anyway. Uh, two months pass, which is crazy, mm-hmm. and the messengers return, uh, and they share only their information to Elrond, um, but they figure out that eight of the nine riders' horses are destroyed or, like, discovered dead. Uh, mm-hmm. So Gandalf suggests, like, we should leave at once because, like, we're safe, but not for a long time. Right. Uh, and the Elrond summons the hobbits and he gives them some parting words. And then I wonder if Elrond can predict the future because he says, and I quote, You will meet many foes. You uh, may find friends upon your way when you least look for it. And, like, he's talking about things as though he knows what's happening. Is right. this something that he can do? Uh, yes, it is. It, it, no he does, way! He does, he does, it's like his elvish gift. He has the gift of foresight. Yeah. That is so cool. And they confirm that in the movies, and that's not a spoiler, because oh. it's, like, it has zero <laughs> importance to the plot. <laughs> yeah. I love how much you say, like, I'm not going to spoil her. This is not a spoiler. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I'm so nervous. I was so nervous about that today. That I was just going to accidentally spoil something. Oh, my word. <laughs> Were you it's really? That's not, not going to happen. Don't worry. My lips are sealed. No. Uh, when I, I'm not going to spoil this in case, I mean, the wild chance that anyone listening to us has not read Harry Potter, but there is a significant thing that happens in book six. Wait. And wait. No, I haven't, I haven't seen uh, the last uh, four. Okay, I'm not gonna, I won't say anything about it. (laughs) Not saying anything. But I was reading said book in school, and a classmate came up to me and said, you're reading that book? And then he blatantly says everything that's happening. That's horrible. Oh, it was so sad. Yeah, people people like that shouldn't exist, but they do. (laughs) No, it was so sad. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Actually, that happened to me on the sixth Harry Potter book. Really? Uh-huh. Somebody I if it was the same thing then. It might have been. Oh. Anyway, somebody um spoiled a major death mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you listen to this, so you know who you are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh man. <laughs> exactly. I don't talk to him anymore, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um yeah, so Elrond predicts the future. That's really, really cool. 
Um, and then he says, like, the company of the ring shall be nine, which is just like the riders. So interesting that he's got that that symbolism or parallelism yeah. going on there. Yeah, I literally, that was, just now, when you said that, that's the first time I've ever realized that. Yeah, same. That's Wait, sick. really? That's sick. Uh, it's Frost so token. cool. That's sick. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Though, in my head, I was like, that's kind of stupid, because if there's nine, and then the riders come, there's also nine. The hop, like, the company group should have ten so that they have one man over the riders. But Oh, that's a good point. Anyways. Yeah, and also, like, the hobbits don't really count as people. I mean, they do, but, like, they don't they, really count yeah. as warriors. Half the size, yeah. No, they don't. <laughs> They're literally called halflings. Like, Yeah. That's and, even an insult. Like, I know. Like, that's just, know. like, insulting if you were to call them, like, hey, halfling. It's like, what in the world? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and Aww. they, like, they have swords, but... Do they really know how to use them? Also a good point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they if I mean I assume that there will be a battle at some point in this series. Mm-hmm. And I cannot see the hobbits fighting in it at all. No way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Elrond basically volunteers the party to go. Like he says Gandalf will go. Um and then he says, "Okay, wait, wait, wait. Backtracking here." I quote, Gandalf will go, for this shall be his great task and maybe the end of his labors. Like, Yeah, hint, hint. Like, yeah. Like, obviously, yes, this is a, a major hint. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't like it. I'm going to move on. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want this to be the end of Gandalf's thing. <laughs> um, yeah. And then Elrond also volunteers Legolas for the elves, Gimli for the dwarves, uh, who's willing to go to the mountains, and then mm-hmm. Aragorn for men. But for some reason, when I, like, in my knowledge, my vast knowledge of this scene, (laughs) I for some reason thought that they all, like, stepped up and volunteered themselves. But Elrond is volunteering them. That's true. Like, I totally thought that they were the ones to say, like, no, I'll go with Frodo or whatever. Yeah. But he just kind of forces them to go. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they had all come to, like, the decision by themselves and then talked to Elrond about it. Yeah. Or, and then he was like, okay, they'll go. Or either that or, yeah, he did volunteer them, which it sounds like he did. Yeah. (laughs) Is that a movie thing? Like, do they volunteer themselves in the movies? Can I tell you? I feel, sure, yeah. I feel like they do. They they don't. Oh, really? They They don't? Sorry, wait, wait. How did you word that question? Could you repeat yourself? Do they volunteer, like, do they, would Legolas say, like, I will go with Frodo, or Gimli says the same, or. So they, they choose to go. They're not, like, they're not uh, forced to. Okay, in the movies. Yeah. Yeah, oh. yeah sorry, I, I misheard you. Yeah, there's no, <laughs> no, no, like, no worries. they all, like, are willing to go. They're not, like, forced. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because right now it seems like they're very forced. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Uh, and then Boromir is going to come as well, uh, which means that there's two spots left, and Merry and Pippin are immediately like, we're going! Uh, yeah. And... Uh, okay, and then Elrond is kind of saying that he thinks that Pippin shouldn't go because, yeah, I don't know, he says that he has, like, a feeling that Pippin shouldn't go, and then you confirm that Elrond can predict the future. So I, like, don't say anything, I'm not going to look at you, but I 100% think Pippin is going to die a hard death. <laughs> but anyways, That's um, it's a week before that they left, and they were all swapping stories and songs and advice, 
And uh, Bilbo is basically just working on his book. He won't yeah. talk about anything but his book. <laughs> and it's really sweet, too, because he will, like, read little parts of it to Frodo and Sam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and he's so, like, he's like, Frodo, you have to keep an accurate diary for when you go, because I got to write a second part to my book. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so they fixed the sword of Elendil, um, mm-hmm. and... Aragorn, okay, I quoted this. Aragorn was going to war upon the marches of Mordor. I have no idea what that means, but they said that that's what he was doing. And so he's going to tag along the journey until he can go that way with Boromir. Yeah. So, yeah, I totally thought that Aragorn would like stick with them until the ring was destroyed, but he's Mm. got his own business to tend to. He does. (laughs) Basically what that means is that he's going to go help Boromir fight in Gondor against Mordor. Oh. Because they're actually pretty close together. Like, if you look at a map, Gondor is kind of just, like, a little outside of Mordor. I mean, there's a fair amount of space in between. But. I think my map, we've established in past episodes that my map in my book sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I have a map that's pretty decent. I can send you a picture. (laughs) That'd be great. Yeah, mine cuts off um, at the old forest, so I can't see anything past oh, that. that's sad. It must have been I just know. specifically of, like, Hobbiton and the Shire. Yeah, yeah, because they only cover the places that the first book was in. Right. And they, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, mine doesn't even go to Bree. Like, when we were doing our Bree episodes, I couldn't even see the map of it. Oh, what the heck? That's weird. weird. So sad. Must have been raining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and so Bilbo gave Frodo his sword Sting, um, and that's from The Hobbit, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I had a feeling. I don't remember The Hobbit now that I'm actually thinking about it. Have, so. you, have you read the books or seen the movies for The Hobbit? Or book? Uh, okay. That's a funny story. I have read <laughs> The Hobbit twice when I was in middle school, um, but before I had read them, I had first seen the second movie of The Hobbit, and that's it. Oh, what the heck? I didn't okay. see... Yeah, right? <laughs> That's my history. Cool. (laughs) So it's been a while. Uh, And then, so he said that he got his chain mail that he also gave to Frodo back from Michael Delving. And I just wanted to say a passing quote that I think the name Michael in this universe is the funniest thing. I I literally laughed out loud. (laughs) (laughs) It is like the most like, it's the most like, like like regular human name. Yeah. Other than Sam. Yeah. Yeah. I actually forgot. But Samwise, that's not really a name. Oh, Samwise, you're right. Yeah. Okay, so Michael is the most human name. (laughs) Yeah. It's so random. It is. (laughs) Um, And then, yeah, Bilbo requests um, songs and diary entries from their journey, and then he sings one of his own while looking dramatically out of his window. He's Uh just... Like, Tolkien made a huge effort to point out that Bilbo was staring out of his window just to sing this song. Yeah. Um, he did. And then he keeps talking about his end. So, again, I think that Bilbo's going to die, too. So many deaths. <laughs> <laughs> and then the company left at night, and Elrond warns them of the spies in the sky. So that's kind of a theme that's happening. Yeah. And I'm wondering, isn't... The book is called The Fellowship of the Ring. So why are they called The Company? Like, shouldn't they be called The Fellowship? It's a great question. That's a great question. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I, I want to say that's like a Tolkien error. I'd love really? to say that, but uh, no, I'm not sure. But I'd love to think that just because, like, 
But I don't know. Is the, maybe there's maybe they does, mean different things in the instances that they occur in. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Does the company, like the term the company, stick throughout the rest of the series? I think it's if you like, can I remember. think they use that as slang. Because yeah. I think they use that as slang for the fellowship throughout the series. Yeah. I think I, I, I don't know. It's hard it's that's yeah. one of those things that's just like I think fellowship is kind of more formal and then yeah. It's also yeah. a bit more of a mouthful, so he just says company. But that's I true. I don't know if that's the reason. Yeah, it just <laughs> threw me off guard. I was like, wait, this is not... Am I reading the right book? <laughs> <laughs> no, you are. Company of the Ring. <laughs> yeah, that would be yeah, right? That'd that be so weird. weird. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it does. <laughs> and uh, Boromir, before they set off, uh, shouts and blows his war horn... And I literally, I was like, I groaned out loud. I'm like, this guy's going to get on my nerves for sure. Like, yeah. he's so arrogant to think like, oh, let's go in the cover of the night and be super quiet so no one finds us. So let me just blow my war horn. Yeah. And it said <laughs> it frustrating. Like, echoed through the mountains. It did. Everybody heard it. It's like, why did you do that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But then, uh, to end off that short segment, um, it reveals that the pony that's carrying all of their stuff was Bill, who's now named. That's a, okay, that's I'm so name. happy. That's another name that's common. Oh, Bill. Yeah. That's true. We've been talking about Bill for a while now because we both love Bill. And um, I was referring to him as Bill, but it wasn't up until now. He didn't really have a name. And then we realized that Sam just kind of named him after Bill Fernie. Who is the guy that treated it horribly? Oh my word! Yeah, Bill, and he. Yeah, Bill was also the one that like sold out the hobbits and Bree basically to get the riders to come. Yeah, so we don't get why Sam would have named him Bill. Yeah, I don't know. It's <laughs> frustrating in that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and so the time had come to leave, and they were waiting for Gandalf. Classic. Um, mm-hmm. And then. Yeah. <laughs> And then this is something that I noted as very important. So, quote, Aragorn sat with his head bowed to his knees. Only Elrond knew fully what he, uh, what this meant to him. I have no idea. And he, <laughs> but I'm kind of picking up hints, obviously, that Aragorn knows more than we know he knows. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's definitely gone through some stuff that we don't know about. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So I really hope that's revealed. <laughs> Hopefully. Uh, but all were depressed, the, the book says. Except and, for Bill. Uh, except for Bill. Bill was super hyped about this trip. Yeah. <laughs> and all the hobbits had no desire for adventure, which is so funny to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is pretty funny. And mm-hmm. then we had a cute little scene of Sam worrying about all that he packed. Um, and then it said that he packed Frodo's forgotten items so yeah. that he can bring them out in triumph whenever Frodo needed them. It's really sweet. Adorable. <laughs> it is so sweet. And Sam really is definitely my too. favorite. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so there's a somber farewell. All the elves were like waving them goodbye, but there was like no songs or laughter or smiles, which is super ominous and I don't appreciate it. Yeah, it's and, really weird. And then Bilbo just kept mentioning his book. And now we enter the segment that I it, I had to trudge to get through. It was just a yeah. long journey. That's my worst fear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was literally, it just that it was long and cold and cheerless and they were snailing along. And yeah. I felt 
all of those things while I was reading this part of the book. <laughs> yeah. uh, and two weeks pass, and they see three mountains ahead, and one glowed red from the sun, which we mentioned before. And uh-huh. Gimli, Gimli spoke for the first time. We're literally like three quarters of the way through the chapter, and Gimli finally speaks. Yeah, that's and true. And he's just... He's just mentioning all the names of the mountains, which are way too complicated for me to attempt. So I yeah. hope they're not important. <laughs> they sounded really complicated in the audiobook, yeah, too. Yeah, I almost laughed. Oh, really? When I heard them, yeah. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask about these three mountains. Are These are the Misty Mountains, right? No. Mm-mm. No. No? Okay. Then they don't, they actually don't clarify that. They no. actually, that's the thing that actually I would have liked them to clarify because even yeah. in the movies, and this isn't a spoiler, yeah. even in the movies, they don't clarify that. And so. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I think, I think you can see the Misty Mountains beyond them. Right? I okay. I, I don't know. That's, that's too nerdy for me. <laughs> we can look at the map. Oh yeah. Well, your map, not mine. <laughs> uh, and. I was thinking that it's kind of strange that they've traveled for two weeks and we've heard nothing from Gimli and Legolas. Like, I feel like yeah. I don't even know them at all. And that's so frustrating. Mm-hmm. Uh, but finally, Legolas speaks as well. And he, all he mentions, he has two significant parts in this chapter. Uh, I'll guess the other <laughs> one later because I think it's so funny. Yeah. But this one, he, he just mentions that he like hears the stones talking about the elves that used to live here. Yeah. So super weird that he can, like, hear what nature is saying. Yeah, it's pretty weird. I think elves in general kind of have that ability. Like, they have super mm-hmm. good senses. If that Yeah, maybe he just gets a vibe. Yeah. Or maybe he thinks he He just gets hear. a vibe from the oh, rocks. That's actually, yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. I like that. <laughs> uh, but Aragorn is unsettled because the land that they are resting in is, like, super quiet and super still and nothing is going on Mm -hmm. and so sam and aragorn take the first watch which again classic aragorn doesn't sleep i don't know if liam has noticed this but in my readings aragorn has never slept when the others have slept (laughs) i forgot about that now that i'm thinking about it back to the books that's true yeah that's funny never he's always awake (laughs) always (laughs) Mm -hmm. i mean honestly it sounds like this trip is very stressful for him so i feel like he should sleep but (laughs) yeah but he just can't. Nope. <laughs> and so some birds come in like this huge flock um, to spy or to flee. They did not know for sure, but they hid from them anyways. Mm. So again, we're getting the vibe that birds can't be trusted. <laughs> yeah. And to Pippin, this is just like a nuisance and inconvenience because he really wanted to have a hot meal with a fire, but yeah. now he can't. <laughs> he was so sassy about that too. I know. He's so good this I think chapter. he said like... Well, if that isn't a pain and a nuisance or something like yeah, that. Yes, exactly. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good job. <laughs> Thanks. And so they set out at night again, and a shadow passed over the moon. And I'm imagining that this is, I don't know exactly what it is, but they're really heavily hinting that it's some sort of evil thing. Yeah. So I feel like... It is Sauron at at some point, somehow. <laughs> but I don't know know whether it's, like, his spirit or if he's, like, that all the time. I have no idea. Yeah, and he, yeah. you know it's an evil spirit because, like, shadows at night don't... So there's no such thing as a shadow at nighttime. And so that word... Oh, that's it, true. I bet you he worded it like that on purpose. 
Yeah, that's a good oh, point. Oh, that's a really good point. <laughs> hmm. This is making me more unsettled than I was before. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you don't apologize. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so two days pass. Now that I, I didn't notice this while I was reading this, but now that I'm going over my notes, this chapter goes over like three months of their time in pa- just a few pages. Yeah. I hate it when books do that. <laughs> but they're still traveling. Classic. Yeah. And the sky was black and the sun was dark. And Frodo overheard Gandalf and Aragorn, and they were very anxious and not knowing which paths were safe anymore. Yeah. And they mention a secret one, but they're not going to mention it to others. No. So, obviously, they're definitely going to go down that path, is what I thought <laughs> at that time. I was like, okay, so since they're not mentioning to others, and they ultimately decided to go up the mountain instead, yeah. 100% they're going on this path later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which we'll find out. <laughs> so, Aragorn wanted to go up the mountain... And Gandalf yeah. wanted to go in the dark secret path. <laughs> Mysterious path. Yeah. Hmm. Just like him. I love how close Gandalf <laughs> and Aragorn are. I know, it's great. <laughs> and so they climb up the mountain, and uh, Boromir presses them all to bring some wood, just in case. Mm-hmm. And I totally forgot he was here. And the minute he like spoke, I was like, oh, he's here again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but at least he had, like, a smart contribution, at least. That's true. It ended up being very helpful, so that's good. Yeah. (laughs) And so as they climb higher, the storm begins to grow, and uh, Boromir says that the enemy can control storms, and Gandalf kind of seems to agree. Not liking that, but anyways. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the storm keeps getting worse, and they stop for shelter. I put that in quotes uh, because it was not a good shelter. Yeah. Um, and they hear, like, laughing and shrill cries in the mountain. And it's never revealed what that is. No, it's not. Do- is it? Does it ever? No. No! I, I don't really that. know what it is. <laughs> I always thought it was... At first, I thought it was either, like something Sauron contrived or that the mountain was just its own thing that Mm -hmm. just hated them. I mean, by the end of the chapter, uh, Boromir really seems to think that it's the mountain that's like hating on the hobbits. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So uh, Boromir attempts to start a fire, but he cannot. um, And the hobbits are close to death. And so Gandalf just like magically starts a fire. I just... If he can do that, why can't he just magically apparate them to Mordor and then they just drop the ring and then they apparate back to the Shire, honestly? <laughs> that would make it I don't a know whole what's lot powers, easier. But yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then, okay, at this point, Gandalf reveals that he's been leaving his mark um, everywhere, saying like Gandalf was here. So then it does confirm that on that mountain, which I forget the name of, but Weathertop? the one where he fought, that's the one. <laughs> yeah. That was his mark then. Yeah. And I was speculating that it was like Jeff or something. <laughs> Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and dawn came and stopped the snow and they all agreed to turn back. And okay, I literally wrote in my notes, what other way will they go? And then out loud I went, oh, the secret path, duh. <laughs> They're definitely going to go to the secret path. Yeah. Okay, and then this is the second part about Legolas that I love so much. 
he decided to just like sprint ahead and he like walked on snow with his like dainty little shoes yeah and he like sprints down the mountain and then comes back and i think that's the funniest thing ever it actually is really funny especially because he just kind of waits for aragorn and boromir to get far ahead and like do all this yeah. like shoveling work which they would have had to do anyways but right but it's just so funny he just waits for them and then he just goes past them and comes back yeah he like we know nothing about him and i just love that this is one of our first experiences with him it's just so good yeah (laughs) and so again apparently the storm was because uh the mountain does not like elves and dwarves so it was just acting out (laughs) apparently and then (laughs) all the hobbits were cutely carried down by the bigger people (laughs) which is adorable it is (laughs) <laughs> and I feel like this whole adventure would be significantly shorter if all the hobbits were just carried to Mordor. <laughs> True. That's, probably, not a, that's not a bad point. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, put them on your shoulders like they're your kid and then just walk to Mordor. What, exactly. I, what I don't understand is why they only had Bill. Why didn't they all get given horses and ponies? That's so true. Yeah. They had. I mean, Rivendell would have a lot of horses, right? Yeah. I mean, unless Elrond yeah. knew they were going to, like, go to the mountain. Yeah, and but, they did have other ponies earlier, but then they all yeah. got let out and they went back to Tom Bombadil, who we love. And <laughs> We love Tom Bombadil. We do. That's an underrated character right there. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not in He's our He's our favorite. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they technically didn't have the ponies they started with, but they probably could have gotten more. Mm-hmm. But to your guys' point saying that like, if Elrond knew that they were going to the mountain, he wouldn't have sent them horses. Like, but Bill made it up the mountain, so I feel like other horses would too. Right. Yeah. There's, yeah, true. I forgot about if that. I, if, if I was a part of the company, I, I would make some changes to make this a bit more efficient here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should build a train. Oh, yeah. To Mordor. <laughs> and then we can exactly. ride it all the way there. Well, that might take longer, exactly. though, because you actually have to build it. Well, <laughs> it would still be fun. That'd be so fun. And mm-hmm. honestly, Sauron would not expect it, so. No, we're set. <laughs> Ooh, or we could take a plane and skydive into Mount Doom. Definitely. That would completely happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I mean, like, Legolas, he ran so fast down the mountain, I feel like he could just marathon sprint to Mordor, drop the <laughs> ring in, and marathon sprint back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so many better ideas. <laughs> but as they went down the mountain, the mountain blocked the path that they just went through. So obviously it was saying like, and stay out <laughs> as exactly. they went down. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, birds, like this section ended with birds circling the paths below. Again, can't trust those birds. Nope. I have a theory uh, with one of my coworkers yeah. that um, birds are actually spies, and in we real life, never trust them. Uh huh. <laughs> it's it's a fake theory, but mm, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, I looked it up once just for fun, and it turns out that there are actually people who believe that. Yes, people do believe that. Like it's an actual thing. My brother keeps, my brother doesn't believe this, but my brother keeps saying that the reason why COVID is happening is to distract us while the government changes the batteries in pigeons. <laughs> That's funny. 
<laughs> yeah, but I don't know. Maybe birds are spies. Yeah, maybe they are. But that's that's the end of chapter three. That's the note we end on. <laughs> yeah. And so chapter four is a journey in the dark, which gives me literally nothing to go on. I have no idea what that's going to be about. At least <laughs> with this chapter, I knew that they were going to be traveling with the ring. But this one, no idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and closing thoughts that I have. Uh, this one was long. It was so long. <laughs> it was very long. So, yeah, my worst fear was just a traveling montage. Uh, and yeah. I'm wondering, like, I I have no concept of how the rest of this story is going to spread over two more books. So, like, are they even going to reach Mordor by the end of this book? Or, like, <laughs> the end of the series? I have no idea. Yeah. Um, And I don't like Gandalf and Aragorn keeping all of these secrets from the company. I feel like they should be telling them. Hmm. Because, you know, then they're keeping secrets from us, the reader, which is not fun. Right. <laughs> And I don't like how we don't, how we know nothing about Gimli and Legolas other than Legolas is super fast and Gimli is very proud of his dwarf heritage because that's all he talks about. <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, and I love birds, but this is stressing me out <laughs> mm -hmm. with them being spies. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I have really no predictions. What did you guys think about the chapter? Having read it so many times. <laughs> this one, I mean, I actually had a hard time getting through this one, too. Did you really? I did. Because, just because of the traveling montage. And, yes. like, I don't know. I felt like they almost should have just turned around sooner when they yes, were going up the exactly. mountain. Yeah. Because, I mean, they knew that the mountain is cruel as they call it and so mm. and it started snowing and like you know when you hear the voices in the boulders just turn around right away if i heard laughter in a mountain i would be so gone i'd be out of there yeah same <laughs> <laughs> yeah is this like i don't know what i was gonna ask but <laughs> liam what did you think I thought, I thought it was good um because mm. this this was like i didn't read the whole book i just read the chapter for the podcast right so i how i kind of was picturing it as i was listening because i did the audiobook because i was trying to picture because mm. i've seen the movies more than i've read the books so i was trying to like picture okay this is where we're at in the movie right okay now i can relate it to the book okay now i can understand <laughs> oh. the book better and so but there were mm. i'll tell you this though if, if if peter jackson did the movies like just like the books they would be like 12 hour long movies that's true. Oh my so, word, yes. Then people complain about the movies being different than the books. Well, of course they're different than the books because you wouldn't, you'd be sitting there all day watching this, the one movie, right? So, yeah. So, you're point. giving me hope in the fact that the scene in the movie is not as long. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> no. <laughs> Literally, if Megan and I sit down to watch these movies and I'm just watching them, like an aerial shot of them traveling over moors and mountains, I'm going to break down and cry. <laughs> There are a few of those. Yeah, but the, like, I'll, I will say this. Yeah. If that does happen, if, that's the keyword. <laughs> if. If that does happen, you'll still be blown away with the scenery. Because the fact is, okay, yeah, okay. These, these movies were shot in some pretty insane locations. So Yeah, in New Zealand, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. so okay. you'll, no, it'll, yeah. <laughs> I actually like those scenes in the movies. They are pretty cool. they are like, they are like, yeah. it's like just good filler. I don't know. 
And hmm. it makes you want to travel to those places exactly. too. Exactly. Oh, that's true. So yeah, there, there I are mean, those scenes. There are those scenes. There movies. are. Yeah. Bang. <laughs> okay. They're not super long though, from what I remember. No, and you, it's like bang, it's over. Yeah, it's not okay. really a spoiler. <laughs> no, that's good, not good, a spoiler good. at all. Because spoiler before alert. I started reading, <laughs> <laughs> they're traveling. They're like, oh, how do I how do oh. I say this? Yeah, spoiler alert. They're like scenes are shot of them traveling when the whole story is about traveling. That's a massive spoiler. <laughs> Liam, you've ruined everything yeah, for me. Sorry. I can't, I can't come on the podcast anymore. <laughs> no, you're kicked off. <laughs> yeah, like, before I had even started reading Lord of the Rings, my idea of the books was just them traveling for pages and pages and pages, which is why this chapter sucked for me. <laughs> but right. yeah. I'm glad to know that's only a small portion of the movies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's also, it also the chapter just seemed longer because they covered like no ground. In this chapter. That's, That's true. true. Like, literally. I mean, they backtracked, right? Yeah, they did. They literally covered next to no ground. Yeah. Yeah. For two weeks. <laughs> yeah, literally. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That's frustrating. Maybe <laughs> maybe the reason he makes these long traveling chapters is because he wants us to feel the same way as them. <laughs> so we understand what they're going through. <laughs> like, just like I said before, cold, cheerless, uh, depressed... <laughs> Um, what else did they, the Hobbit say? That's cruel. Uh, <laughs> Snailing along. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, actually looking at the portion that we've already read, I'm so yeah. impressed. I thought I would have quit a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. It's a Aww. good chunk. It's good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Before we move on to the listener questions, I wanted to mention what kind of what we talked about before we started recording. It was just like a brief thing that I think would be interesting for listeners to hear. Uh-huh. Um, when Liam was talking about Lord of the Rings, he spelled it out L-O-T-R, which is <laughs> fascinating to me because I say lauder. So, and then Megan said she does both, which is so weird. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I just figured I'd say the letters because if I say lauder, Everyone's going to be like, what the heck are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) That's great. I think I always type out lauder, but I've never, I guess, processed what I say. But now that I'm thinking about it, I probably pronounce it lauder, which is still kind of gross sounding. It's really gross. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny, though. It is. So maybe that can be our our short listener question this week, would just be like, what do people say? Like, do they spell it out or pronounce it? That's a good point. Um, mm-hmm. But our question last week was a short one, too, which is, what color wizard would you be? Um, and Megan said teal, and I said, <laughs> I said beige, and she said that you said that you would hate that. <laughs> Why would you choose that color, just out of curiosity? <laughs> um, okay, last time I said, like, dark green is my favorite color ever, but I don't want to be, like, Julia the dark green. That just sounds boring. Um <laughs> And I, I also like beige because, like, most of my clothing is that because it's kind of a neutral color that goes with everything. Mm. That makes sense. So I just thought it would be, like, if you if you pick a good shade of beige, like a warm beige, it's really nice. <laughs> but, and I, I also just the irony, I know that everybody hates beige so much. So if I was Julia the beige, I think that would be so funny. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> but, yeah, Megan says you hate beige. <laughs> I do. I do. I think beige is a sin. <laughs> I do. Oh, no. I do. It's just it's just the most boring color. It's, it's so boring, it's, but it's it's it's, <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, it is. It is funny. What yeah. color wizard would you be putting would, you on the spot here? Yeah, that's okay. No, I would say black or orange. 
Oh, um, you need to yeah, say that. Because black and orange is my, my favorite color combination. But, um, oh, cool. Orange is just like, I don't know, it's kind of peaceful. And it's That's like, true. It, but at the same time, it's like in your face. And yeah. black is just cool. So, yeah. Yeah. And it's metal. I love that. <laughs> it's metal. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. Um, I'm kind of obsessed with Radagast the Browns. So that's where this um, question came from. Because he's just such a funny character. Yeah. <laughs> he's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we got one response from our listener, Shraddha, who is like, she responds to every question. She's like the, the original fan. She yep. followed our page before we had even started recording podcast Whoa. episodes. It's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty That's cool. awesome. <laughs> but she said that uh, she'd be Shraddha the Sapphire if we want to maintain the alliteration, but otherwise maybe forest green, and she'd specialize in plant magic. I didn't even, Ooh. like, think That's about cool. what magic I'd specialize in. I like the theme yeah. choice there. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. But, yeah, so simple question for next episode, which is just... What does our what do you listeners uh, pronounce Lord of the Rings as in alliteration <laughs> or like in spelling wise? So yeah, yeah. cool. But <laughs> that's the end of um, this segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, Liam, so much for joining us. Yeah, of course. And if you guys uh, ever need to listen to some new music, just search Magnesium yes. on whatever platform you listen to music on, and then uh, yeah, send me a message. I was just gonna ask you, like, plug yourself. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. thanks for having me, guys. It was really fun. So it's been really fun. It's been great. (laughs) Yeah. And that's the end of today's episode. If you'd like to join our adventure, you can find us on all podcasting platforms as well as on Instagram at longexpectedpod. On there, we post our latest episodes, and when they come up, we have polls, post Lord of the Rings memes, and update you as we read. We would really appreciate it if you would rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and maybe leave a nice little review as it helps others find us easier. Please tell your friends about us, your social medias, your grandfathers. And you can email us at a longexpectedpodcast at gmail.com with any questions or comments, and we'd be so happy to read them on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. We really, truly appreciate it. And please don't forget about Tom Bombadil. <laughs> Bye! <laughs> Bye!